0: Thank you both. It is 7.09 on this chilly Thursday morning. Dr. Alex Coker joins us, associate professor of coastal geology at the Louisiana University's Marine Consortium. Good morning, doctor. How are you?
1: Uh, Good morning. I'm doing well. And you?
0: Uh, um, Great. I love the cold weather. How about you? Uh,
1: Ditto. Ditto. It's great. It's refreshing. And my dog likes it, too. What kind of dog? uh,
0: Brown dog. Brown dog. She's. I love it. What's her name? Uh, Her name is Yazoo. We're very dog-friendly. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back, we're going to talk with Dr. Coker about land that was created uh, with forest and plants and cattle even grazing on it in areas that were underwater less than a year ago. And that's not because of tidal conditions, that's because of land creation. I think this could be huge for the uh, the coast of Louisiana in terms of protecting it and restoring it and protection from hurricanes. And we'll dig deep when we come back with Dr. Coker. I'm Tommy Tucker. This is WWL. 7.13, cold today, but it's going to warm rapidly by weekend. And next week, you're talking about highs near 80. We're talking to Dr. Alex Coker, Associate Professor of Coastal Geology at the Louisiana University's Marine Consortium, about Neptune Pass. Doctor, before we get to that, um, we have an excellent staff here. I have a lot of help. And they tell me that it may not be a coincidence that your dog is named Yazoo.
1: It is the, it's, the, it's the last river to flow into the Mississippi River. There you so go. It's, uh, yes. All right. I'm glad that you've got a, uh, a scholarly staff there. We've
0: got a crack staff. Unfortunately, uh, half went to LSU, half went to Alabama. So what can you do, right? <laughs>
1: We can forgive the half that went to Alabama. There
0: you go. Um, tell me about the um, uh, Louisiana University's Marine Consortium, and specifically, I guess, what we're talking about here with Neptune Pass.
1: Yeah, so we are the marine. We're the research marine lab for the state of Louisiana. So we study the coast all across the state. Um, and I've been working on Neptune Pass lately, which is a new crevasse, a new cut in the river that developed. It there was a small. This is a cut that about 75 50 miles southeast of New Orleans along the Mississippi River kind of around Empire and then on the other side of the river from Empire so it flows into the under the east side of the uh, Mississippi River delta there was like a little channel there uh, sort of in the for a long time there would be like a small little oil and gas canal and somewhere around 2019 2020 that system expanded rapidly and it increased in Size by at least a factor of ten, maybe even a factor of like fifty, um, and so it went from just being this small little trickle to being a really large flow. And in the spring of this year, it carried like over a hundred thousand cubic feet of water for every, every second, which is which is pretty big. It was one of the you know one of the largest one of the larger outlets of the river at that point in time. And it's pretty much the largest new channel in the river to develop in most of our lifetimes. Um, it's we it's the largest new cut to have, you know, taken place in the river probably since like they dug the wax Lake Delta in 1941 over on the Atchafalaya side.
0: You know, I'm looking at the picture you took that Bob Marshall used in his article um, on NOLA.com. And if you look at the, renderings, if you will, of the proposed mid sediment diversion, it amazes me how similar they are. One done by nature though and the other done uh, by a construction company, right?
1: You know, this is yeah, this this system is is in many ways kind of similar to what we might expect out of the mid The idea of the mid diversion is to restart the natural Land building processes that built this system to restart the building of of natural deltas, and this is is something like that. With the kind of noticeable point that it might even be bigger mm-hmm. than the mid area. You know, for me as a scientist, I often study these the small systems, saying that they're a good example of what might happen with a, a big sediment diversion. This system is is larger. The core has dialed it back a little bit. When we studied in the spring, it was, like I said, over 100,000 cubic feet per second of water. Mm-hmm. The core dialed it back. They stabilized it, but it still carries a lot of flow. So, yeah, it's of the size of what we might expect out of a big sediment diversion, um, and it's the same kind of processes at play.
0: So you're talking about, um, again, our crack staff tells me that Forest plants, cattle grazing in areas that were underwater less than a year ago. You know, I'm not sure about
1: cattle grazing out there. I've seen cattle in nearby areas. Well, let me tell you what I've seen. Okay. Um, so there is, if you go downstream of the of the cut, if you go out into the, the big body of water where it empties into, which was called Quarantine Bay, mm-hmm. there is like a. a a large deposit and that deposit looks like the kind of deposit that we see that you would expect to form in this natural in a system here it's got sort of long thin islands many of which are kind of teardrop shaped which is the 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 kind of shape that we would expect from from a a river delta and a lot of that land uh, is like is pretty shallow. In some, it kind of depends on the water level. If the water level is low, that land is exposed. If the water level is up, it's maybe under a foot or so of water. It's about three thousand acres. Some of that stuff is is pretty hard, and I've walked on it. Other stuff in there is, is a little muddier.
0: Wait, that you um, walked on that, that wasn't there a year ago?
1: I won't, No, I, I walked on it like it, we were out there just a couple of weeks ago. No, but so I'm saying that, I, that it was, was
0: not there a year ago, and you're walking on it today? It, it, have, it, it started
1: forming about a year or two ago, so wow. it sort of wouldn't have been there three years ago. Okay. Um, if you look at the satellite images, you can see it in the satellite image in 2021 but it certainly wouldn't have been there three years ago. It might have been there last year.
0: And I don't mean to get up caught up, to get caught up in the minutiae of you're walking on it or cattle grazing on it, but but here's the thing. Um, there has been some controversy about the mid sediment diversion, and when we come back, I, I just want to know if this could serve as um, just an example of, of like an experiment. Here we go. You wanted to know what would happen with the mid-barataria sediment diversion. Well, this is something that happened as a result of nature. And this is what we can tell you happened, both in terms of land creation and also I understand fisher people that uh, make their livelihood fr- from the seafood and, and we love to eat it and people that count on that for their livelihood are very concerned about that. But what else have we learned from this Neptune Pass pouring in the quarantine bay? And the big question I have that I ask every guest about this is – and you can correct me if I'm wrong, are we talking about just to pick a a round number, whatever, that the fishermen had to go 10 miles out to get fish before, then after the land loss, they got to go 5 miles out now, and if we do this mid-barrier area sediment diversion, does that mean then they're back to going where they did originally? And, of course, the concern is for the greater good as well. We're talking with Dr. Alex Coker, Associate Professor of Coastal Geology at the Louisiana University's Marine Consortium. If you can, go to NOLA.com and look up Bob Marshall's article, Neptune Pass is Helping to Build Wetlands. Then look at an artist rendering of the mid Barataria Sediment Diversion Project, and they're going to look pretty similar. Uh, 721, traffic now, WWL. 7:26. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly back to Dr. Alex Coker, associate professor of coastal geology at the Louisiana University's Marine Consortium. We're talking about Neptune Pass and a crevasse that was opened because of a high river in 2019. Correct so far, Doctor? Correct. Yes. And it. it and, and, and several other years of high river too. Okay. So. And, it, and it could be maybe a prototype for what's planned with the mid sediment diversion. I asked you to look at the picture that he took and then contrast it with an artist rendering of the mid uh, sediment diversion project, and they look pretty similar to me. So can you look at this, Doctor, as a, I hate to call it a dry run because uh, it's anything but, but could this be a, a sample maybe or an indicator of what would happen with the uh, mid sediment diversion?
1: you know it's certainly a great study site and and that's part of the reason that we're out there is we want to understand how this how this system works and and, and this the way that we build land in louisiana so this is certainly an example of of some of the kinds of things we might be able to expect and yeah absolutely part of the reason we're out there is that we want to understand how river deltas build land uh, the shapes the amount um, and so it certainly is something that can help us inform You know, what might happen with the Mid Barataria or other diversions in Louisiana.
0: And let me be clear, and correct me if I'm wrong, as a scientist, you're not trying to tell a nice story here or a nice narrative. You're challenging yourself throughout this process to disprove that it is a dry run or um, uh, an example of what the Mid Barataria diversion could prove, correct? You're not looking, you you don't want to prove one thing or the other. We're we're not not, not advocates. Right.
1: we're, we're We're not advocates right we're not we're not we're not trying to you know to advocate one thing or the other that should happen with it, with neptune pass we're trying to understand the system and so we're trying to quantify how much land is being built how that relates to the amount of land that might have come just from the channel so we're interested in the scientific processes, and and we'll leave it up to other people to advocate. My my one thought is that those people, whatever they're advocating for or against it or for it, would be will do a better job if they understand just the basic facts and the basic information.
0: And part of so the scientific people, part of the scientific yeah. method is to prove as well as disprove. So you look at it from both sides. Was the point I'm trying to make?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the classic science theory is you try and disprove hypothesis and you're you're left with the one that, that you have the most difficult time disproving.
0: So let's talk about um, one of the and and we'll have to talk about seafood another time but one of the objections that has been brought up with the mid barataria sediment diversion was that it would take 50 years to build land. Now this is not 50 years so and another thing is about the level of the the land that's built etc. This would seem to indicate that it can happen more quickly than 50 years, and that the land is above sea level or higher than some would say it might be with the sediment diversion project.
1: Yeah, so, so yeah, so this, so this, we've seen somewhere in the nature of 3,000 acres of shallow, of either of shallow, you know, of shallow land. Um, sometimes that stuff is above ground. Sometimes it's, it's below. Sometimes it's above water. Sometimes it's below water. But we've seen a deposit that's something close to about th- to three thousand uh, acres, and that's yeah, that's that deposits formed in the you know the last couple of years. Like I said, a lot of that's below water now, but but it's at the level where I would expect that some of that stuff starts to vegetate. You know, this spring, if if it's if the processes keep pace with what they are it'll probably start to grow grass and in marsh grasses in the this spring or next spring. And once that happens, it's really going to, you know, start the sediment trapping in there is, is going to start to to take off. So, yeah, this is we're probably going to see if 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 it continues on the path that it continues. And that depends a little bit on what the Army Corps does. I would expect to see, you know, March vegetation take place in, in, in that deposit in the next, you know, Low single digits of years, next couple of years.
0: Doctor, this is very important, and, and I appreciate your work and those of people that are smarter than I could ever, ever be in a 1,000 years, and I hope you come back and talk to us about it, okay?
1: I, I, I love that. Thanks for, thanks for being so interested in this system. It's great to talk to people who, who are interested in the science.
0: Thank you, sir, and uh, pet yazoo for me. 7.31, a little bit Will. late. Time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan.